is good Bruin Bible listeners it is your host Will Decker we got to get a sponsor in before we start this episode it's bet online bet online is your number one source for all your basketball info stats news and scores get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs bet online is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for your insider sports wagering needs from basketball, Major League Baseball, NHL, hockey, golf, to UFC and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Make sure you check out Bet Online. Get into the action today. So head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use your promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts now to the Bruin Bible. What is up, Bruin Bible listeners? This is your host, Will Decker. I uh, just want to check in with you guys on this Friday to celebrate uh, the commitment of four-star wide receiver Quasi Gilmer, a very coveted player nationally, four stars on rivals and on three. And he's out of Sierra Canyon, a school that we're trying to keep a pipeline going after we were able to get the likes of a Kamari Ramsey two years ago in 2022. So a lot to be excited about with Quasi Gilmer. Very great ball skills as the wide receiver position. He makes a lot of tough catches on his film. Underrated route runner. Good size. He's about six foot two uh, out on the outside, 180 pounds. Uh, and he's only going to get bigger and stronger by the time he gets to UCLA. So a lot to look forward to there. He chose us. Over the likes of your Oklahomas, your Washingtons, your Michigan States. Also, it offers from Notre Dame, Nebraska, Arizona, and a couple other big-name schools. But this is big for a variety of different reasons. And I want to kind of talk about why this is huge for UCLA to get another four-star wide receiver in the fold. Um, and then let's talk about the preseason. You know, Charbonnet was turning heads yesterday um, with some of the, the hits he laid on, you know, the Viking safety, Lewis Kine. Jake Bobo was turning some heads. DTR. Let's talk about those guys in a little bit, but let's focus on Quasi to start. This is big for a variety of different reasons. I want to start with this one. Traditionally speaking, when you think of wide receivers collegially within the city of Los Angeles, there's one school you really think of, and then there's UCLA. And I, I do not like the school across town. I think that's something that's very evident. I mean, I host the Bruin Bible, but it's true. I mean, you look at the wide receivers that they've produced, even in recent years, your Michael Pittman's, your Amon Ross St. Brown's, your Drake London's. And that goes back to your Marquise Lee's and, you know, Mike Williams and players like that. They just have had so many guys. Keyshawn Johnson back in the 90s, if you were following that long ago. They've always seemed to be the, the school that has really put together great wide receiver rooms. And while I don't think we are – at their level just yet, I just want to remind you guys of some of the recruits that are coming to Westwood, uh, you know, via 
commitments. And the guys that we have are Grant Gray, starting with last year. Grant Gray, very talented wide receiver, also a very talented baseball player, chose to come to UCLA. And, you know, he's now going to be, he's now in fall camp. So Grant Gray is a guy that we're really looking forward to there. Had a lot of offers, four star on Rivals, four star on a couple other recruiting websites. So that was a great piece in itself. Jaden Marshall was a four star on a variety of different websites in the 2022 class. And, you know, I know he had some ups and downs. Uh, you know, the pick game when he fumbled the punt was not great. But Jaden Marshall continues to be a guy that I'm incredibly excited about. Given his skill set, given his track speed, given what he could do in the open field with the football in his hands. And he's undeniably a four-star talent that has made its way to UCLA. And then on top of that, you add Jeremiah McClure, former St. John's Bosco guy. This is a guy I actually got to see a lot of in spring ball when he came out and played for UCLA in the springtime. Just a guy that time and time again, you were like, who is that? I'm going to check the depth chart. That guy made another great play. Let's see who he is. McClure, he was kind of a guy you would file away some of the great catches he was able to make in practice. And to do that at 18, his body size looks, you know, I think bigger than people would imagine. It looks more college ready as somebody that was just there in spring. And this is before he had a whole summer to, you know, kind of work out uh, and do the workout regiments that the team puts out there through Keith Belton. So, I mean, it's just a lot of great receivers in the room right now and this is even before the transfer portal right where we'll probably add some more guys if we continue to be successful just knowing chip kelly's philosophy moving forward it's it's been acquire guys at all positions not just wide receiver and we're starting to see the fruits of our labor pay off in the receiving room with sturdivant who's might be the best receiver we've ever had in terms of a talent standpoint I mean, we'd probably have to go back to J.J. Stokes to really evaluate a receiver of his caliber out there on the football field for UCLA. And then Kyle Ford. Kyle Ford was a former five-star, transferred from USC to UCLA. What does that say about the direction UCLA is headed? When's the last time we can remember different players such as Jay Toya, you know, flipping from USC to UCLA? Grant Bucky, the defensive end, flipping from USC to UCLA. It's a, a special time to be at UCLA, and I think, you know, players are taking note of that whether they're being recruited from high school or they're being recruited uh, from different colleges, you know, in the transfer portal itself. So we have talent in the receiving room is my first point. Number two, the chess pieces are being assembled, man, uh, for Dante Moore. You have in chess, the queen piece is the most powerful. And Dante Moore is a five-star queen. You know, we have seen what he's doing. Guys, I know people wanted to, you know, argue with me that I thought Garbers may deserve to start this year. But I want to remind you, Dante Moore was 17 in camp, was arguably already the second best quarterback out there. 17 in spring ball when I was able to see him, it was arguably the second best quarterback out there. This guy is going to have one of the brightest futures at UCLA, and they're starting to assemble the pieces, you know. So you have um, now a quasi Gilmer, who I believe might be the most talented of those three receivers I just named in Grant Gray, Jaden Marshall, and Jeremiah McClure. Maybe he's the rook. Maybe he's the rook to the queen of Dante Moore. And then you infiltrate Derek McFall, the speedster tailback out of Texas, and just what he provides to an offense. You know, this is just such a beautiful ad. I mean, maybe he's the bishop of the group, right? The Knights, um, you know, just with, with his cutback ability, what he's able to do. The chessboard's being assembled for the chess master himself, Chip Kelly, in terms of calling offense. You know, these guys are all incredibly talented. 
and all can make plays. You know, we know what Dante can do. If you watch Derek McFall, you know what he can do. We've seen what Quasi can do on film if you've been paying attention. So just a lot of great things there. So the chess pieces are being assembled for an elite UCLA offense by the time we hit the Big Ten, which is very, very encouraging. The last point I'm going to make, Jerry Neuheisel, friend of the show, has been so instrumental when it comes to recruiting uh, for UCLA. Derek McFall shouted him out in one of his interviews as a big reason as to why UCLA continued to rise up his list and ultimately led to a commitment for him. And Quasi Gilmer's, I mean, who's he going to be playing for as those position coach and Jerry Neuheisel? I mean, that's Neuheisel is doing some great, great things. We knew about his dad, former UCLA coach, and he could always recruit in his own right. And it, it seems like that gene has been passed down to his son, Jerry. And I mean, I think Jerry Neuheisel, and I had, you know, Darren Chiaverini on the show. I've had Jamal Madney say this a couple times when he's been on the show. We believe this guy is going to be a head coach at some point. And it would be I, my dream scenario for UCLA. It's similar to Jamal's. He's laid this out too, is I want Chip Kelly to be here as long as he wants. And when he passes that baton off, let's make sure it's to Jerry Neuheisel, the next coach of UCLA after Chip Kelly. Because he's a Bruin through and through. He was born at the UCLA hospital, as he laid out in our episode. He's a great recruiter. And he's going to be learning, you know, hopefully for a decade plus from one of the greatest offensive minds college football has ever seen in Chip Kelly. I mean, we are grooming him to hopefully be the next successor. So I, I just love everything about that. You know, just in terms of the wide receiver room talent now that we have with the quasi Gilmer, the addition, the chess pieces that Chip is assembling in his offense and how Jerry Neuheisel is leading a lot of this offensive recruitment. It's a great time to be alive and be a Bruin, not to quote my guy, Jerry. And to kind of build off that, let's talk about some of the guys in the preseason. Dorian Thompson Robinson, we all saw what he was able to do, uh, you know, for Cleveland in the Hall of Fame preseason game, 82 yards through the air, a touchdown, ran for a first down or two. He's just a special talent, but I think there's a, like a very similar situation to all of the guys involved. Charbonnet, Bobo, Dorian, even Felton to an extent. I mean, he was under chip, so we can classify him in this group. Kyle Phillips, Moffey, John Gaines, however you want to classify him. All of these guys hit the ground running in the NFL and make these NFL rosters. They may not be certified stars, but if your goal is to make the NFL, why not go to UCLA? When you look at the most draft picks of any Pac-12 team, soon to be RIP, but the last two years of draft picks from every team in the Pac-12, UCLA leads that group. What does that say about the development that Chip Kelly and company are doing? It's not just Chip. I mean, I think we have some of the best position coaches in all of the country, as I say often on this show. You know, Deshaun Foster, find me a better running backs coach. In terms of what he's put into the NFL with the caliber of stars. Yes, I know Georgia and Alabama send a lot of running backs in the NFL. Michigan. What are they ranked coming out of high school? When you look at what Deshaun Foster does, he gets them from A to B, two three-star tailbacks outside of maybe Charbonnet. It's just, it's impressive. Your Joshua Kelly's, your Demetric Felton, who had a great game uh, in the Hall of Fame game. And then your Britton Browns, all in the NFL. Ken Norton Jr., maybe the best linebacking coach 
in football, period. And I mean that. I mean, there's so many NFL teams that would line up at the US, UCLA, UCLA facility to try to get a guy like Ken Norton Jr. to come in and coach their linebackers. Ask Khalil Mack what Ken Norton Jr. means. Ask Bobby Wagner what Ken Norton Jr. means. Tim Drevno. I mean, we saw it with the development of Moffey and Gaines last year. Gaines was always a solid player, but I think he develops into a legitimate NFL guard under the tutelage of Tim Drevno. The interior offensive lineman, Duke Clemens, I think is going to progress even further. Is going to be an NFL draft pick this next year on the line. So Tim Drevno doing big things. New Heisel, as I mentioned, is starting to develop really well as a coach. And, uh, man, I just think if DeAnton Lynn could be anywhere near what those guys are doing within terms of developing defensive players and getting the most out of them, this team's going to be competing for 9 to 10 wins each year. And I don't care if it's the Big Ten. I think it's going to be a very, very fun team to watch moving forward. Guys, I just want to share the enthusiasm and excitement of UCLA football as we got our guy, four-star wide receiver Quasi Gilmer in the fold. Please like and subscribe. We were trying to do some big things with the podcast this year. Uh, quick hit, I know, but I want to leave you guys with uh, just some extra fodder going into the weekend. Have a safe weekend, and go Bruins, man. We are so close to the season. A lot of good things coming. Bruin Bible, we are officially out. Bruin Bible listeners, we've got a special sponsor uh, for today's episode. It is AG1. AG1 has been something that I've really enjoyed using in my spare time. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole-source food nutrients in one scoop that you can use into your water. You stir it up. I use it before my workouts, before I start my day. And it has totally given me the energy I need to do the little things in life, like going to work, getting extra, you know, an extra boost, a second wind, if you will, for a workout before I play pickleball with my friends. Just it puts you in a good spirit of mind and you know you're doing the healthiest possible thing by putting AG1 in your body. Make sure to check us out and get a special deal with the Bruin Bible. It's www.drinkag1.com slash Bruin Bible to get the special deal that we provide. Once again, www.drinkag1.com slash Bruin Bible to get that special deal. Now, back to the Bruin Bible.